Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. I am back. Dino is back. We're having John Nathan on tonight. That's our guest. I haven't talked with John. Yeah, I've talked to John, but I haven't had him on, have I have not had him on the show in a while. God damn it. It's been two weeks. I gotta get back into this. Okay, let's bring Dino on first. Where's Dino? Where is Dino? Where's Dino's volume? Where's Dino's intro music? There it is. Hello, Dino. What's up, buddy? We're back. We're back. People are so excited. You pussy motherfucker. Viper whores. 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 You pussy motherfucker. Fantastic. How are you, Dino? Terrific. What's going on? Oh, it's been an eventful two weeks. It has. Oh, yes. It's been very eventful. It's been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It's been interesting. A lot of fun. We're going to bring John on. I'm going to call him, uh, I don't know, like 9.15. I'll bring him on in about five minutes. Uh, before I bring him on, I Is just he going to answer the phone? Yeah, he's going to answer the phone. <laughs> he'll answer the phone. I'm confident he'll answer the phone. Uh, there's a, just a few things I want to go over real quick before I bring him on. Uh, number one, we had the Connecticut Vapor Trail this uh, last weekend. We had it last weekend. It was last Sunday. Uh, Matt and Vanessa came out from Suck My Mod, and Zofie Vapes came out. I want to thank all three of them for coming out. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Zofie was fun. Vanessa was fun. Matt was okay. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, listen, we had a lot of, I, listen, I, Matt's a very nice guy. You know, he's, what he, he, what's great about Matt is his vape celebrity hasn't gotten to his head. He was very nice. He offered to pay for everything and I didn't let it happen. And he was just a, a very nice guy. He, he, he really was. I mean, he's, what we hear on the show and we have him on is who Matt is in person. He's a very, very nice guy. Vanessa was great. Vanessa was fantastic. Uh, hanging out with Vanessa was fun. Uh, you know, I've been talking about doing a uh, uh, like a mainstream podcast. You and I, our th- uh, Dino, our third is we, Van- me and you. Yes, our third is Vanessa. That's who it is. Our third is Vanessa. Hey, Matt, Matt, you're gonna hear this. I know you are at some point. Please let Dino and I let let Dino and I borrow Vanessa just for two hours a week. That's it. Just two hours a week. That's all. That's all we need her for. I'm telling you, she's phenomenal, Dino. She, she's great. Yeah, we were only going to need her like for the first month. After that, we could toss her like Matt did. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, we won't. We won't toss her. She's fantastic. I'm telling you, she's funny. Um, like like we were we were sitting at the dinner table and we went to dinner. We went to Foxwoods. I took him to Foxwoods, and uh, Zofie was calling her boyfriend. And Vanessa's like, uh, she's like, who are you talking to? And she's like, oh, I'm talking to my boyfriend. She's like, yeah, let me talk to him. So, so she's like, okay. So she gets Vanessa the phone. And Vanessa's like, hey, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> she's just so funny. You know what it is? I think when, I think when she has a camera in front of her, she, I mean, she's funny on camera, but nothing like when that camera's not in front. She's great. I'm telling you, we'd have fun with her. Yeah. I mean, she is awesome. I, I really enjoyed hanging out with Vanessa. She was cool. 
Oh, and, and by the way, Matt had mentioned this on his video, uh, and I have an answer for him. This was on a vlog, hang on, that Matt did before he came to Connecticut. Uh, Zofie Vapes is also going to be there. Kevin told me that she likes you. I guess she doesn't like me very much, but she likes Why? you. Why does she? No, he like does. She, she, did, <laughs> she didn't say she doesn't like me, but apparently she likes you. Uh, but who doesn't? Everyone likes you more than me. Big shocker. But I'm going to change your mind, Zofie. <laughs> by the end. <laughs> By the end of the weekend, you're going to like me better, I promise. So I asked Zofie the other day, I said, uh, you know, do you now that you've met them both and hung out with them for the weekend, do you like Matt better than uh, Vanessa? And Zofie's answer was, I like Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> so you tried, Matt. That's okay. No, it was fun. Listen, that, all three of them were great. It was a lot of fun. The event uh, didn't go so well. It wasn't. Uh, Why? It just didn't. Nobody showed up. I mean, it was terrible. Like. Like last year, a ton of people showed up and like nobody showed up this year. And, you know, nobody showed up this year because none of the stores really got behind it. None of the stores promoted it. None of the stores really helped with it. I mean, it's just nobody got behind it. It's crazy. And what's fucked up is, is those prizes were fucking amazing. Those raffle prizes, we had so much shit sent to us that if you bought a $5 raffle ticket, you probably got like $1,000 worth of free shit. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, if, if people knew, I don't know, I just don't think they knew or maybe they didn't care. I have no idea, but it wasn't nearly like it was the year before. But it was still fun, though. I mean, we, we hung out, and it was a good time, and uh, we had a lot of fun. It was fun. I'm glad all three of them came, and, and, and I had a lot of fun hanging out with all of them. It was, oh, you know, I, like, I, I got to tell you this before I, bring, <laughs> before I bring on John. This is great. So I almost forgot. So I pick up Zofie at the airport, right? It was uh, 4 o'clock. She came in on 4 o'clock on Saturday. So I pick her up. I take her back to the store, the Plainville store. And, uh, you know, I asked her, I said, do you want to go to your hotel? Are you tired? I mean, I don't know what. She goes, no, I'm hungry. I'm really hungry. I said, okay, so I'll bring you something to eat. So uh, she said she wanted pizza. So I was going to bring her to Pepe's, right? So we go to Pepe's. There's like a fucking hour and a half wait. We're standing there. After like 20 minutes, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. You really want pizza that bad? She's like, I don't care. I'll go anywhere. So we go to this place uh, in the mall because the mall is right down the street uh, called Brio. It's an Italian restaurant. So we sit at the bar and we order some food and, and we're drinking some beer, right? So we're sitting there drinking some beers, waiting for our food. So someone comes up behind me and goes, hi, Kevin. And I, <laughs> and I turn around it's my brother's wife, my niece, and my brother's wife's father. And my niece is like 12 years old, and she's looking at at me with her mouth wide open. And there, I see all three. Oh, they think you're on a date. Oh, they're all three staring at Sophie, right? <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, hi, and I see them, and I and my my niece's mouth was open, like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm seeing this. So immediately I go, this is, you know, this is Zofie. Uh, she's here for an event. She's one of the, uh, you know, the, I'm just explaining it. You know, I'm introducing her and Zofie's like, hey, how you doing? And they're just like, hey, I don't know if they didn't believe me, um, but they kind of just looked stunned and then just walked away. And then they came back before they left. And same thing. They're like, well, have a good night, Kevin. I, look, I mean, she's, they're looking at me like I did. I, 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 I'm trying to explain. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And I know. Now, it's interesting. I wonder if they're going to go to Jamie at some point and say, hey, Jamie, you know, we, I hate to tell you this, but we saw Kevin. Because <laughs> that's what it seemed like. It seemed like they thought I was doing something wrong or I was, I'm, I'm like out with this other woman. I explained to them who Zofie was, but it was, yeah. 
Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So and, and immediately I told Jamie, I said, listen, if you get a call from my brother's wife, I was with Zofia. It wasn't, you know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> it was certainly bizarre, but it is what it is. You know what it was like, uh, 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 Dino? I'll tell you Dino. what it was like. I'll tell you what it was like. Did I let the can out? Excuse me, the warm out of the can? That's what it was like. <laughs> I let the worm out of the can is what I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get into that later. I got what, my, I got, fucking, my tears are coming out of my eyes right now. Yeah, I got to bring John on for that. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I'm going to have fun with John, too. I can't wait to have him on. Oh, that's that one. Okay. All right. We're going to bring John on. Where is it? It's 915. Close enough. Yeah, I've had a lot of things happen this week. I've had life-changing things happen in the past two weeks. I hope for the better. Oh, yes. For the, the best fucking thing in the world. I can't believe it. Hello? Motherfucker picked right up. Picked right up. John. Fuck you want. <laughs> picked right up. What's going on? What do you want? What do I want? Not so much, man. I got a whole bunch. I got a whole bunch of things for you. There's one thing I want to tell you oh, first, though. Shit. There's one thing I want to tell you first. I've been wanting to tell you this because I, I, you're on my Facebook stream, and I see everything you fucking Facebook, which is sometimes good, sometimes bad. But uh, Bruce, okay. I, I got to tell you this. Bruce Springsteen sucks. <laughs> is, this, is, this, is this how you expect me to fucking ever pick up the phone for you again? I'm just you saying. ignorant Connecticut piece of shit. <laughs> Let me tell you, dude, there is nobody, nobody likes your entire state okay <laughs> and nobody likes jersey but the crown jewel of where i hail from is the fact that the motherfucking boss okay is is born and raised in new jersey don't you ever, ever why does everybody in new jersey have to like bruce springsteen i don't get that because there's nothing else that's i was in Ma- good I, excuse, jersey <laughs> i was in massachusetts I was in Massachusetts, and me and a whole bunch of middle-aged FUPA women had a blast together. Oh. So don't you dare tell me. Oh, it's terrible. Did you all wear your bandanas? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Dude, that's 80s Bruce. Come on. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, John, I want to thank you for coming out. Before uh, I start anything, because I don't want to forget, um, and, I, and I promised you know I would do this, you tried Dino's Juices, right? Yes, I have, what actually. Is, what is your honest opinion? I actually I enjoy all of them. Um, there's a little too, and this, this might be a selling point. I wish there was more diacetyl, um, <laughs> but I like the affogato. Yes. A lot. I don't know what an affogato is, but... It's a... It's, uh, it's, espresso, it's, it's espresso over ice cream. Yes. A lot of people seem to like that oh, one. Oh, it's delicious. Yes. That one I actually love. In fact, uh, it's funny. I've been vaping uh, a Velocity 2 nonstop lately. Yeah, I heard on um, a Frankenskull, which I, you said you'd never fucking buy because it was a big hunk of plastic. Dude, I'm holding a Frankenskull in my hand right now with an M-Addy on it. I know you are. I know you got a Frankenskull. After you told me what a big hunk of shit it looked like, and then you <laughs> loved it so much. It got one. You think I have one? I have a V2 in my hand, a V3 coming from France, 
this week, and I just entered a raffle for a third one. It's the best mod I've ever owned. Wow. It's tiny. It's Dude, I have a Velocity 2 on a Vega, Galactica Vega. I have a dual 5-wrap, ignorant-ass, you know, juggalo coil in there. And, um, <laughs> dude, it's just pragmatic. Think about it, right? And, and he, here's what people don't understand. You fucking, uh, we're, we're reaching this, this, you know, reported deadline. Let's just pretend that the tinfoil hats are correct. And in 2018, the entire market's going to freeze, blah, 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 blah. And we're dealing with people at the, uh, you know, uh, border prevention or stopping shipments of electronic cigarette parts. And, and we're back to 2010 where we're calling them flashlights. Okay, and your chip dies. Okay, good luck finding somebody to replace a DNA 40 or an SXJ chip. And and I cannot be fucked to open it up and solder. I'm not soldering to vape. I'm sorry. As long as a tube exists, I'll just adapt. I will go back to caveman era before I have a soldering iron out to not smoke cigarettes. So if I'm going to invest into a product, I want something tiny and mechanical. There's literally nothing can go wrong on this. What do I have to replace? Bent metal? You know what I mean? It, it's just, I'm done. I'm done, man. I, I'm done. I'll use a GG before I, I'm paying somebody $300 to wire a chip into a chunk of plastic wood. Not beat, dude. <laughs> I got a GG. These, these I, Chinese products are not built to last. I got a GG. I'll sell you. <laughs> huh? I so said I got I a GG. I'll sell you. Two GGTSs sitting right with the airflow control rings, literally on my desk at all times. I, I I love those things. I could still build a res non-res Ithaca like it's nothing. Okay, you know I'm, I mean, but it's it's just fine, dude. I'm 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 I want stuff that I know I'm never gonna have to worry about, and if it means a little stupid plastic Mac, well, call me a hypocrite. I'm going to have three plastic Macs. <laughs> so I concede you are right, Dino. I completely understand it. And squonking Macs, I make sense, though. So, like, think about it, right? The, the, the joys of having a nice squonker is that they're tiny and they're pragmatic. So I have a little tiny device that I can carry around with me with, with uh, 5, 6 to 10 milliliters of liquid at all times, battery, everything nice and compact, press a button, vape and have the flavor of a dripper with the convenience of a tank, okay? So I, I like to chuck ignorant clouds, you know what I mean? Who doesn't, okay? Um, so let's take the Velocity 2. I had that thing opened up about halfway, sitting on a Galactica Vega. The thing is tiny. It fits on three fingers in my hand, and I click a button, and I have 10 milliliters of high-powered plumage, okay? It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> 20-gauge 5-wrap. None I of think, that clapping the velocity is double zipper juggalo fuck-your-sister coils. That shit sucks. You know, that all sounds no like... Uses those. Listen, that all sounds like so much Clapton's, trouble. That's all... That's all that that's just sounds like so much work and trouble and drippers. Listen, John, I got a fucking Q-Class. I got a fucking Baby Beast with a rebuildable deck in it with a couple of Claptons in it. It's fucking phenomenal. I just fill the tank and I go. It's that Show easy. Show me on Clapton's, okay? I, no, hold on, hold on. We're gonna, I'm going to back you up on that because you're, you're trying to sell me on something. First off, I use a Cleto and a Segele 213 every day. Okay, the only reason why I have these is just because sometimes I want to drip, but I'm too fat and lazy in Jersey to actually drip, okay? Squeezing a bottle is right up my alley. 
Yes. So here's the thing. Okay, you said Clapton's. You're trying to use that as a selling point. Tell me why a Clapton is better. Or is this completely all in people's heads and they just like having sick Instagram photos? Because if I wanted to go boil water on my stove, does wrapping paper clips around my stove top make it heat up water better? There's very few factors that, that, that a coil can have. The inner diameter, the outer diameter, the surface area covered, and the resistance. Everything else is moot or the material that the wire is made out of. So I've tried Clapton's, and to me, making liquid spit out in different directions and leaving more susceptibility to hot spots is not worth having sick Instagram photos. But maybe you don't have the right Claptons. The cla- okay, number I've one, number I've one, the Claptons, I, I, the Claptons I use, it's not about showing off because they're inside my fucking, uh, uh, they're inside my baby beast, so it's not like that at all. Why am I getting more flavor out of the Clapton? I'm guessing because there's more surface area. It's got to be what it is. I use the Claptons. I use the Crescendo. Very important. I use Crescendo, not the cotton bake and all that other bullshit. I use the Crescendo and the Claptons, and the flavor is phenomenal. I get better flavor out of these than I do just to wrap in a standard fucking coil. It's got to be surface area. So okay. I think next it's time I'm suicidal enough to come out there to Connecticut, I will let you uh, show me. The, the difference, and and I will take regular Canthal and build something equivalent. Okay, that the exact same. That is fine. Without having to bring drills into the picture. Uh, and well, and that's the, that's the beauty of it now, uh, John. That you don't have to. I, I know. I have a guy that works for me. I actually use his coils. He builds coils. They're like Joe's coils or something. He he. They're wonderful. They're already pre-made. Uh, there's so many great geek vape makes some really good pre-made uh, Claptons now. There, there's ones that are pre-made now that are so good you don't need to make them. That's what's wonderful. I mean, it's. I mean, dude, you know, you know, I'm just being ignorant for no reason, right? I'm just want to be inflammatory. That's the only reason why I'm saying. That. Well, sure, but you know, speaking of Connecticut, I have a question. I have another question for you. How much is Adam Web? How much is Adam Webster paying you to promote his juice? Is that a joke? <laughs> no, it's not. I asked Adam, and he won't tell Dude, me. So I said, "All right, I'm gonna fucking ask John then if you won't tell me." It's it's pity. <laughs> it's I'm, pity. No, nah, no, nah, Adam Webster is. Oh God, he's insufferable sometimes, but he's really a good guy, and his liquid line isn't bad. If it was bad, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put my dude. Name you're gushing I, I, I over it. You're gushing for uh, like a week straight. You're going off about that fucking orange cupcake one over. And I'm like, oh my. I'm like, he's no, got to be getting paid. Dude, that was a joke. I'm just making fun of him because no one knows what the fucking orange cupcake is. Oh, it's ridiculous. What I, the fuck is an orange cupcake? Yeah, exactly. That's what when I'm was saying. the last time you never saw my post? I was like, you all remember as a kid, mom makes a tray of cupcakes the strawberry, vanilla, chocolate, and orange. The whole point is just to make people go, wait a minute, no, I've never had a fucking orange cupcake. Like, dude, the liquid is good, but what the fuck is an orange cupcake? I don't know. I, I, I Listen, it's okay, crazy. I, I, I just saw you gushing over it. I'm like, there's got to be something wrong. Okay, that's fine. So nah, it's completely, right. dude, it's just taunting him. God, he that's he loves it. He's my boy. I like him, you know, but I, I just like to bust his balls. I mean, He's good people, though. I don't have any issue with him. If I didn't like him, I wouldn't joke with him. But, um, dude, honestly, I haven't. I don't. I, I vape very little stuff lately. I don't even like vaping. Um, I'm just really, dude. Honestly, I'm I'm completely upset with everything about this entire industry. 
Oh, you're upset. Just, okay, okay. It's... Let me ask you this, John. Because this, okay, I, I've been going nuts for fucking weeks. I don't understand that everybody's fucking out of their skulls. Everybody's brain dead. So now, there's this thing that the VTA put out, which is the thunderclap. I think it's called the thunderclap. Now, the thunderclap is they're trying VTA? to get yes, they're trying to get people to support. Is that is that, is that who you belong to? No. Let me finish. Okay. I okay. Go on. I, 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 I just as what I have to say. So the VTA. So the pro, this thunderclap. Thunderclap. We gotta support Cole Bishop. Cole Bishop. Oh my God. We gotta get all these people on board. I think what they're doing with it is number one. They're sending out like a mass email, which I'm assuming is the same email that puts everybody's name, which just pisses politicians off. The last thing they want is to get the same fucking email from thirty thousand people that just pisses them off. That doesn't achieve anything. But. Regardless of that, okay? So they want everybody to promote this this Cole Bishop Amendment. Now, this is what I don't understand, okay? This is what is confusing as fuck to me. Uh, I'm going to listen to this, John, okay? This right here I'm about to play you, this is Representative Tom Cole. You know who Tom Cole is, right? He's the guy with Cole Bishop Amendment, okay? Now... They're, the VTA, all these advocates, everybody's championing that we got to support this. This is the only thing that's going to save the industry. And I've played this before, but I'm going to play it again. I want John to hear it. Listen to what Cole says and then explain to me why anybody in their fucking skull would support the Cole Bishop Amendment. The Ag Approach Bill last year regarding the marketing of these products to children and to youth. Uh, it includes restrictions on vapor products, frankly, that go further than the FDA's deeming rule and are consistent with the FDA's current treatment of cigarettes. Importantly, my amendment would uh, require the agency to take a category-wide approach in regulating this emergency market instead of a piecemeal approach. That, that means effectively if you found a flavor or something that you thought was particularly uh, you know, um, uh, inappropriate, you could ban it for all these products, not simply handle one product at a time, where literally the product might stay on, uh, uh, you know, that wasn't regulated for years. So actually, in some ways, it enhances and simplifies the FDA's regulatory authority in this, particularly, in this particular area. Now, do you hear what he said, everybody? He just said, with this amendment, <laughs> we could ban fucking, like, if we didn't like a flavor, we could ban it across the board. Who in their fucking right mind is supporting this? And what are you, all you idiots? You know how many people I had send that fucking link to me this week? Oh, you gotta promote the thunderclap. Fuck your thunderclap. Fuck the VTA. And fuck the Cole Bishop Amendment, because I just heard Cole himself say that it goes far he can ban flavors with it you fucking morons and then listen listen to what this guy says after here's another representative content also and this amendment will also allow the fda to focus on restricting the use of flavors that appeal to kids <laughs> uh, i believe this amendment now addresses Which my is every concern flavor that in i the had book. about children where they don't target children and minors and therefore I do support the Cole Bishop Amendment. Okay. You'll back the balance of my time. Yeah, so, John, why are people brain dead and not understanding that? <laughs> explain it. Let, let, me, let me explain to you I don't exactly get what is going on in our industry, okay? Okay. In, in every single respectable multi-billion dollar fucking industry, there is a, a, a group or a handful of groups, okay, maybe one or two, where they have a unified fund, where people fund and they provide uh, legal assistance to business owners, um, information to the public, um, they, they, they support lobbying, and, and, and they grease the palms of politicians. 
Yes. What we have in vaping is we have a Russian roulette of 11 different trade associations that are all broke, clueless, and divided by ego. I, I, dude, I've given money to every single one, and there's a couple I support, and I won't say which, because otherwise then I can hurt my, you know, name. I don't want people to hang up and go, hey, I believe in this acronym. I don't want to say who I believe in and who I don't, but we have a handful of trade organizations divided by ego that, that, that it's just this whole big contest of, hey, which one of us can save vaping to say fuck you to so-and-so and so-and-so. The head of a major um, trade association that, I'm, that I made contributions to, I'm a member, I went up to the head and, and he brushed me off when I was in Wisconsin. After I sat three seats away from him with Herman Cain and Senator Johnson at the A Billion Lives premiere. I was at the premiere and, and I sat on the uh, committee that discussed the Senator Ron Johnson where he said, oh, okay, that's nice, and, and basically pay me. Fuck you, pay me. Because that's all they care about. Yes. Anytime you think some politician is taking on a righteous cause, they want to get paid. That is it. And no one's paying them, and that's why no one's sticking with us. Okay? Um, we, we hate the tobacco or the evil tobacco people. Dude, we need to follow how they conduct business. Not what they do, but how they conduct their business. We're talking about a multi-billion dollar industry that sells a product that kills people and experiences growth. Can, okay. Think of... Okay. They are an industry that sells a product that kills people yep. and their sales grow annually. Okay? Maybe we should see how they handle these type of hurdles and emulate them instead of just letting a whole bunch of first-time thousandaires buckle on their first uh, Walmart suit and go hop up in front of uh, you know senators and start dictating what we need and what needs to be done. I don't give a shit what acronym you have attached to, to, you, to your organization. Let's see a formidable plan. So I am a member of the Right to Be Smoke Free Coalition. I have donated over 10 grand to the lawsuit because I believe in a legislative effort. And I do believe in a handful of uh, ideas from various trade associations. I'm not saying any of them are evil. I'm just saying the landscape, the fact that we have seven trade associations is a fucking joke. That's a joke. It's hilarious. A unified front, and, and, and I believe in the grassroots organizations. Like, I love CASA, okay? They're consumer advocates. They cannot jump. You know, they can still make their health claims. They have to remain non-professional. I support the shit out of CASA. They do a great job at what they do. Um, but there's a handful of them. And like I said, I'm not talking about VTA. I'm not talking about Safada. I'm not talking about... Um, you know, not blowing smoke. I'm not talking about AVA. I'm not talking about whatever other one you think is, is the, you know, holy grail. I'm saying it's good to support. It's good to listen. It's good to read. But we need a unified front. It's the only way things have ever got done in our country. And somehow we think that one of the seven people that we should be splitting funding. My buddy Troy made a post. Hey, I want to give a I want to give 10 grand to an organization. Who should I give it to? And, they, and everyone starts saying these names and, and then he went, why? And no one can answer why. No one can answer why. Tell me why I should give to this person instead of that person. Oh, I don't know. Well, then why are you telling people to give money to them? 
this entire industry is, is way too consumer driven and, and non-professional. People are going online to, and going on Facebook to find out what they can legally do. Well, that, you own a business or a lemonade stand. And, yeah, and that's Get a, a fucking lawyer. And that's a huge problem. You know, I saw a vendor the other day. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to embarrass the guy. He was he was has a brick and mortar, and on his Facebook, I saw he had posted about a week after August eighth that he could not uh, give out samples anymore. That if he did, he'd have to charge a dollar. That he, uh, which is not true. That he couldn't uh, put uh, put uh, customers' kits together anymore. He couldn't build drippers anymore. He couldn't change coils. All this stuff. He couldn't do this. Couldn't do that. Couldn't do this. And I'm sitting there thinking, Oh my God, this is unfucking believable. See, here's the problem, John. Number one, the, all these groups are never going to come together because you're absolutely right. Everybody has egos, and everybody wants to be the one to say vaping. It's never going to happen. Number two, it disgusts me what all these groups are doing. They're putting out just flat out false fucking lies when they came out and said i can't change a customer's uh coil in, in their tank that's a fucking lie when they said i can't build drippers anymore that's a fucking lie when they said that the only thing you can't build it before the sale yeah listen the only thing that we had to change after august 8th was we had to id anybody that looks 27 years old or younger and we had to charge for uh, sampling. We charge 10 cents, and they get to sample as much as they want. There was no amount as to how. That's all. Those are the only two things that had to be done. All right? Saying that you can't change a, a coil in a, in a guy's fucking tank, that's a lie. You can still do all those things. All it means it's because is that you have to apply. I mean, yes. Promotes. Yeah, and it, promotes but, activism. Well, why? You know, that's right. And 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 you know, you just have to apply as a manufacturer. But anyway, yes, they're fear mongering. And I think somewhere, what? And I I don't know if this is what they're doing or this is what their plan is. But all I know is they're they're putting out. Yes, they're fear mongering people. And what's happening is is they're running businesses into the ground. I don't know. Maybe they want businesses run into the ground so they could go out to the media to everybody and say, hey, look, we told you, we told you these regulations were going to destroy businesses. Look at all the businesses it's destroying. I don't know what their fucking thing is or what they're doing, but fuck that. I listened to none, zero of them, zero. I listened to all the information myself from the FDA. And then I decide, and then from there I decide for what I can and cannot do. You know, there, there's people on Facebook now saying, "Oh, the ATF's going out and, and going after vape shops." Get the fuck out of here! Now that's happening. I, I I don't trust any of them, John. Yeah. I'm not listening to any of them, and I don't trust any of them. And you want to know the scary thing? Oh, uh, hang on, hang on. Listen to this shit, because no brick and mortars know this, and they should. And these advocates aren't fucking telling them. If you order product from China. You better motherfucking apply as a manufacturer. And it's free to do because if you don't, come after December 30th, on January 1st, you can no longer order products for your store from China. They're not telling fucking uh, 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 companies that. And you know how many people in January are going to go, oh, my God, I can't order stuff from China anymore? Why did my shit get seized? Because you didn't apply to be a fucking manufacturer, stupid, which was free. And none of them are telling this. None of these groups, none of these, you have these advocates with their fucking podcasts and their YouTube channels, blah, 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 trying to scare everybody. Combat ships the only way out. Bullshit. It drives me nuts. I studied the entire process of registering 
I'm not hitting submit until December 30th. Are right. you kidding me? You That's think right. I'm going to willingly sign up to put myself on the government's map? Not right. you. I'll do it at the last possible minute. Well, sure you Whatever do it at the, the last minute. bare yes. minimum of legal constraints I can do is what I will do. And you know what, dude? Another thing, and I promise I'm not going to I'm not going to take it in this direction cuz I'm I'm trying not to. Please, for the love of God, people, stop inventing agendas to push your candidate for the presidency. Stop telling me Trump will say vaping and stop telling me Hillary <laughs> will stop vaping. That's right. Neither fucking That's one of them give a rat's ass about you or your business, okay? Trump will help your taxes, but it doesn't mean he's going to fucking... It's not even on the radar. And look at the fucking lunatic he has running with him. Hillary's pro-Big Pharma and Trump got Pence. Come on. Yeah, I mean, stop. And, and, fucking stop. Well, I, you know, yes, they should be pushing the candidates because we don't know. I, honestly, not any of them. Gary Johnson, Donald Trump, uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, Stein, none of them have mentioned anything at all about vaping. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing. If, if, but, but Republicans. If, Gary, if Gary's a true libertarian, uh huh. Okay, then, then he's in our corner. I mean, the removal of government in, in, in the private sector is the whole base. I'm a libertarian, okay, but I'm not. A, I'm not. Gary's not my guy. I support. I mean, I support him because whatever. But he is not my ideal candidate. So I'm not a Gary supporter, but I am a libertarian. Um, I like the awareness to the party, but he, he trust me. If anything having to do with that, Bill Weld though is a flip flop, or God knows what that guy would push. Well, Gary Johnson thinks Gary Johnson thinks that the sun is going to expand over the next uh, you know hundred million years and just take out the Earth. So I don't. Know. <laughs> uh, he, he's kind of a dope, but I like the awareness that he's bringing to a third option. I mean, people are literally like staring at this. I mean, dude, I was. I watched the debates and, and just laughed. I mean, Trump talked more about Rosie O'Donnell than any issues. It was just hilarious. And Hillary is just 50% lizard. So I hate them both, which is great because it allows me to just jump between conservatives and liberals and make fun of both sides. So I have a blast during election years. I always do, you know, so. But, 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 but Gary, the thing is, is the like Aleppo, I, was in, I was in the not blowing smoke group and some guys like, y'all better vote for Trump. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? There's some women that I think care a little more about their uterus than vaping. Um, <laughs> you yes. should probably not say that, that we have a moral obligation to vote for Orange Hitler if we want to say vaping. I'm just that's just my personal. Well, I, and, and they're saying it, this because you have to understand, John, Republicans are very government's dad of our business. You know, having Republicans would help us business-wise because they wouldn't let the FDA do what they're doing to us. I mean, they're about very limited government, stay out of our fucking business, let let us earn our money I mean, and not have to give it all back so we have to support everybody else wants to lay around and not fucking do anything. I, I, I'm not Republican, but I do like some of their Republican ideas, especially when it comes to government. Stay the fuck out of my business. So I think I, I listen, I'm, I believe in conservative economics. What I'm saying, though, is is to push people and try to guilt them into single issue voting is just it's just aggression. And that and I'm not saying like, you know, if you're voting for Trump, God bless. If you vote for Hillary, God bless. If you're voting for Vermin Supreme, you're awesome. I mean, it's just we all have a constitutional right to vote for, for our best interests. But 
just to say, like, he's going to save vaping. That's not true. And you know what, dude? There's some social issues that do hold precedence over my business. I'm sorry. And, and dude, I want to stay in business forever. Trust me, I love vaping. I love this industry. But I do not feel that it's going to boil down to the president vetoing, you know, and, and, and I just don't think it's going to get that far. I think we're already in the Supreme Court. And I think this is where you know, it, it, it's going to rest and die or, or continue to live. I just don't think that pushing a political agenda, I do understand, you know, the Republican stance. I am economically conservative, fiscally conservative, and I'm incredibly socially liberal, okay? Like, I can describe my, my, my beliefs are simple. I want gay married couples protecting their pot plants with guns. That is, that's like the core of what I believe in, you know? Like, leave me the fuck alone. But I just cannot stand the fact that people are just making these these just false statements. Every idiot on social media can hop on a fucking podium. Yes. Like just and, and people take it as law. They take all of it as law. We have no unified voice. Okay, so so you have you know, Greg Conley will say something who I deeply respect Greg Conley. I really, really do. He's one of the few people that I truly respect. And Greg Conley will hop up there and, and he'll make a statement. And, and it makes complete sense, but there's a handful of people, oh, fuck him. <laughs> you know, and then you got another group of people, oh, fuck Phil Bastardo, oh, fuck this guy, fuck Dimitri, fuck Cynthia, fuck, you know, Stefan. And all it is is there's no unified voice. And I understand that, that like, you know. Fuck John Nathan. It's the landscape of. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, fuck that guy. I'm nobody, dude. I'm just some schmucko business owner. But what I'm saying is, is that we don't have a unified voice. There should be one voice. There should be one organization that we directly fund that has our best interests, that's full transparency, that shows us what they're doing. You know what I mean? And and then we have the choice to elect new people, and 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 it's just. It makes no sense. You're being pulled in 50 different directions at any given time. I believe in the lawsuit. I believe in individuals. I, I don't have any. I don't have any group that I have full allegiance to, and it's a shame because I, I just, I just I'm, I'm hurt. There's things I won't talk about live. I just won't. You know what I mean? And I know somebody might be listening. Is going, oh, what a fucking prick. But there's just things that I know, and you can't unknow them. You yes. know what I mean? And I'm yes. not saying not to trust anybody. What I'm saying is, is that, like, you know, if we survive this, we need to restructure our, our trade orgs. Like, that needs to be done. Yes. You know, but, it, it really needs to be but done. That's, but that's not going to happen. It's, it, we're, we're doomed. It, it's, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. I, I, I know things that go on behind the scenes, too, with a lot of these advocacy groups, and it's just it, it's, it's pathetic. And that's why I'm just done. I'm done with all of it. I'm fucking done with all of it. I'm, I'm just going to do my thing and let them do whatever the fuck they're going to do. I, I'm just done. I can't do it anymore. But my mission, my mission is to is to build the friendships that I've made, um, increase my business, build international presence, keep promoting and, 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 and pushing my product, converting smokers, uh, interacting with people that support my company and saving fucking money. You will not see me with a diamond Rolex. You will see me with a brokerage account. Yeah, you know, I do understand things will not last. I am preparing for two years from now, not for next week, to show off on the Internet to other men. I see so, you on yeah. your Facebook. It's, it's funny because I've seen you uh, 
there was one time you asked about if anybody knew anything about commercial buying commercial real estate or you know invest real estate investment yeah then i saw you talking about penny stocks so now i'm sitting here and i'm like okay john's got this money he obviously wants to invest it he wants to make money with his money and he's trying to find some way to do it uh penny stocks is not it john real estate uh, it could be but that's risky i wouldn't i wouldn't fuck with that either let me tell you something you want to invest your money in something, my friends? I'll tell you what you invest your money in. This is the future. You will not lose with this. You invest your money in the medical marijuana industry. That's where you invest your money. 100%. That is, Already there. I, I, let me, um, I'm telling you something. I, I like, okay, here, for example. Okay, in fact, I might as well say this now, Dino. I might as well get it out, okay? So within the past two weeks, something wonderful has happened to me. The greatest thing ever. I got a medical marijuana card. I can legally purchase, Congrats. I can smoke, I can buy marijuana. I'm no longer breaking the law. I'm within the law. There's a dispensary right down the street from me that has the all the greatest shit in the world. I can just go there and shop and get what I want. It is the most wonderful thing that's ever happened to me. I never thought there'd be a day in my life that I could legally buy and smoke marijuana. It is wonderful. It is great. Um, it's just, it's, it's the greatest thing ever. And like, for example, here, John, they have, uh, I think there's maybe eight dispensaries in uh, Connecticut. They're going to be opening more. I mean, the dispensary I go to, holy shit, they're fucking jam-packed. Because the law here is, is you can only choose and go to one dispensary. You want to make some fucking money, invest in a dispensary. Oh my fuck! You you get a 100%. license. You get a license for a dispensary. You're fucking. You're set for the rest of your life. I mean, it's unbelievable. And I actually got into all this because I have a, a customer who uh, owns a, a grow facility, and he uh, actually was explaining the whole process to me and, and everything how it works. And it's all it's all so fascinating. But I'm just so happy that I have this license now that I can actually now say that I can legally smoke marijuana. I don't have to hide anymore. I don't have to hide it anymore. I don't have to feel afraid like, oh, my God, I'm going to be arrested or something's going to happen to me. They're going to try to take my kids. I can now legally do it. It's the greatest thing ever. But that is where your money should go. Absolutely. 100%. Can't fail. Massachusetts it's, it's on the ticket. We, we, we vote next month, and, and the second that goes through, in a heartbeat, everything I own, I would bank yes. on that industry. And I, and I because just, eventually, yes. people are going to realize it's stupid. Yeah, and, and, you know, and I just saw something. Jeannie put something in the chat. You know what, Jeannie? You're absolutely right. This is what's so great about it, okay? So, like, let's say during the weekday, I, can, I buy a uh, CBD strain that has – Low THC, but it has a lot of CBD because CBD relaxes, it's, it's, it reduces stress, it reduces anxiety, um, so, and there's a low amount of THC, so I'm not blasted, so I can't fucking do anything. I totally function. It's the greatest shit ever. At nighttime, I have Indicas because they just make you fucking pass out. Uh, on the weekends, I have sativas. I have a couple of sativa strains that just make you fucking silly high. It's great. There's all these strains. You could actually, like, just buy like different strains for what you're looking for it's 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 the greatest thing ever i so, mean so i we're on the verge of, of taking something that is non-fatal non-lethal grows naturally from the earth and instead of overpopulating our for-profit private prisons 
we're uh, decriminalizing the act of somebody scratching their balls and watching Family Guy. Yes. Yeah, I, I think I think it's about time we move in that direction. It's been 30 years of the war on drugs, and the only thing that's increased is death and 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 spending of taxpayer money. I'm complete. And dude, I don't smoke weed. I hate pot with a passion. It gives me horrible anxiety. I hate it. I don't do anything. I don't even drink. But I'm so against that entire war on drugs. All of them. You know what I mean? It, all it does is put money into drug dealers' hands, illegal foreign cartels, and, and overpopulates our prisons with a medical affliction rather than, you know, actual criminals. I, I'm completely for it. And, and trust me, I am all over whatever the next industry is. But I do love, you know, the industry that I'm in. I do want to pour into it as much as I can, any way that I feel I can help. If I could even prolong this for another couple you know, another year or two, I, I would dump everything into it because I absolutely love it. But, you know, I, I got to think about the future. So, you know, we, we have, a, I have a few brands out on the market. Um, you know, I'm, I don't promote my shit. I don't talk about my shit. I'm, I'm pretty quiet about it. Um, but why don't you talk about your shit? Hang on, John. I got, I got a question for you. Okay, so... Now, you, you started your Facebook, you're putting it on your Facebook, you came out with your juice, and your juice blew up pretty quick. It was pretty quick. Honestly, I was one of those people that saw it yeah. and said, oh, that's ridiculous, it's not going to go anywhere. And boy, I was wrong. It fucking blew up. It just went crazy. So, yeah. now, Dino, I, I actually have a, a juice line with Zophie. Zophie and I have a juice line, but we've got things going on, and we're working on it, and plus we have, I mean, we have a whole thing going on, so we're fine. But now, someone like Dino, for example... What do you suggest Dino do to really get his juice? Because his juice is good. It's good fucking juice. What do you? What would you suggest Absolutely. to Dino? Make a cannoli juice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. When, when I saw these Guinea fucking names on it, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> probably gonna try and cut me out. No, but um. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know what happened. What it was was it, it, it was a perfect storm. Um, a lot of people watched me because I was loud and obnoxious. And to be honest with you, a lot of people initially got their hands on my liquid. And I'm not saying everyone, but a good portion to make fun of it, to see how bad it is, to throw it in my face. You know what I'm saying? And then there were people that would publicly be like, yeah, I'm not buying that. And then private messaging me, how much for a 120? It happened all the time. It still does. There's people that won't hand check my shit because we've gone at it. I have a shop owner in, uh, I'm not going to say where, in another state down south that hates me and called me. And he was like, I'm not unblocking you from Facebook, but uh, I need to get your stuff into my shop, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you won't unblock me? He's like, I really hate you. He goes, I just, this stuff is good. He goes, but I don't like you at all. So can we just operate through email? Like, he, like that's the type of relationships I have in my business. There's a couple of them. So, I mean, it, I, I had an, I, I was inflammatory enough that, that people were watching. And then when I released it, it, just, I don't, I can't explain it. I didn't. I have a theory how it on why your juice became so popular. Why? Why? The beard. <laughs> you know, he, didn't, he didn't have the beard when, when the juice became popular. The beard's a recent thing. Dude, I, I started growing my beard right before uh, 
I left my job. And my boss at the time was like, uh, hey, we, you know, we have a policy here. I was like, dude, I'm out of here in 30 days. I'm growing this fucker out. People always ask me, when are you going to shave that beard down? I was like, when I'm no longer self-employed. I've always wanted a long beard. And, and you know, there's the Amish jokes, the fucking, you know, they, they, they fly everywhere. It's, it's, it's all fun and games. But I, this beard is a sign of, of my independence, you know. So I, I will continue to grow it out. See there, Dino. He's going. People in the world have big beards. Okay, so. Uh, had beards. Yes. So again, so what, what I would suggest? Yes. What I would suggest? Organic growth. Nothing I ever said by myself promoted my line more than other people promoting it. Um, I let consumers talk. Because if if you scroll through Facebook, and, and I don't want to piss somebody off with this, but scroll through Facebook, everyone's always saying, oh, you got to try my line, got to try my line, got to try my line. It doesn't hold weight. Everybody wants you to try their line. What holds weight is when somebody with, with no bias or ties is, is promoting the shit out of your stuff. So I had a few people do that, then it spread. But, like, I don't have to promote. I, I joined Facebook groups. Like, people add me in, and, and I'm about to make a post, and I'm about to say, what the fuck am I doing here? And I real quick always search the word cannoli, and then I see a bunch of people hand-checking my shit, and I go, ah, oh, I guess I'll hang out here, and I thank them all. And that's why I thank you so much, because, dude, it means a lot. Like, I'm a sarcastic, cynical prick, like you would never believe, but I honestly... No. ...hand-check, like, <laughs> It really does, dude. Like, people think, like, oh, this guy's a prick. Like, dude, there's an immense amount of gratitude when someone chooses to vape your product over the millions of stuff out there, you know? So it, it still means a lot. Can Only Be One was released December 19th, 2015. It's approaching a year, and I still see hand checks, and I can't believe it. I still, you know, this is amazing, you know? I got some I, I good advice for you to... Invest what? your money. Yeah, what you invest his money yeah, in? Yeah, was that? A new fucking phone. Because <laughs> your audio sucks. Dude, I'm on the 7. I got the 7 Plus in my hand. And you motherfucker, I just got a new phone. Well, get it out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I, I got to get going because I got some shit I got to go handle. And I want to go see if I want another Frank and Skull in a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another plastic mac all right well john I'm, I'm going to uh you've tried dino's juice i'm going to send you zofie and i's juice so you can try it and again i expect your honest yeah, opinion i have to have the you'll honest get, you'll, i'm telling you right now you will get an honest opinion whenever i do i literally don't care what i vape anymore i li it could just be vg and neck so when I put new shit in, it, it's very rare. It took me two and a half weeks to even try Dino shit. And then I liked it. And then he messaged me. And I said, I'm just going to fucking ignore him. Right. That's good. Just That's why I said fuck John Nathan. And I told you I was doing that. And I hope you never told him that. No, I didn't tell him that. Okay, good. All right. Good. I never told him. So, yes. Good. All right. Well, John, thank you for coming on. We really do appreciate it. It's been fun. We'll have you on again at some point, maybe three or four months from now. Who knows? We'll see. I'll harass you again at some point, three or four months down the road. I'll get you to come on. All right, guys. All Definitely right, good talking to you. Dino, be safe, brother. All right, buddy. 
All right, man. We'll talk to you later. All right. Yeah. What was the matter? Yeah, his phone was... <laughs> I don't know. He had it up his ass. Yeah, he had the phone up his ass. <laughs> well, I want to get John's opinion. Or, okay, whatever. That's fine. We can let John go. So I got these... E- uh, you know, we did a show a few weeks ago. I got these emails from uh, people saying that you and I were uh, picking on Phil and Dimitri. And in fact, yeah, I, we were. I even saw a Facebook post where Phil's like, oh, I got to listen to the show. So uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, you didn't hear the show, I'll just play a little clip of us talking about Dimitri and Phil a few weeks ago, and then I'll, I'll get to my point. Where the hell is it? What do I do with that clip? Oh, there it is. So, yeah. This so how many, how many uh, mentions do you think we'll get on uh, Smoke Free Radio this week? None. <laughs> no? <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> what I will get is I, I, if I get anything, it'll be a Skype of him explaining why he is not going to uh, debate Ed. If mm-hmm. that. If that. Again, I don't know. I haven't talked to Dimitri in fucking months. Months, year, a long time. Well over a year. So, who knows? I know one time I said something on the show and he sent me a Skype. So that's why I'm assuming it'll be a Skype. And you'll get uh-huh. nothing. He won't contact you at all. He'll ignore Why, you don't you. like me? Yeah. Well, no, I don't know if he does or not. I have no idea. I'm just saying he'll probably just ignore you. Well, maybe he'll pick on me this week. Maybe. That maybe. would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to hear him explode again. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that was fucking nuts. You know, Ed told yeah. me, he's like, you got to hear it. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. And he's like, no, 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 you really got to hear it. And I just thought, okay, whatever. He was right. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. <laughs> Yeah. I know, and poor Phil's like a Phil's like a hostage. <laughs> <laughs> I love Phil, but I mean, Jesus, it's almost like you can picture like he's got him tied up in the corner. Right, Phil? Right, Phil? Yeah, yeah, you're you're right, Demetrius. That's, like, <laughs> that's absolutely right. It's like Shaggy and fucking and what's his name? The fuck is that dog? Remember that com- that team? Uh, that- Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. It's like Shaggy and Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Scooby too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get you, <laughs> So yes, we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about Dimitri exploding, uh, going off on Ed Wolf during his show. It was a, it was fascinating. He went absolutely nuts. Did I let the can out? Excuse me, the worm out of the can. <laughs> it was fantastic. There were so many great moments. Hot red-handed. I love that one. Caught red-handed. <laughs> Here he is yelling at Ed. Let me let you into a little secret, Ed Wolf. Make you look like you're a complete fucking moron that you are. <laughs> That's great. That was fantastic. The retard that you are. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. The retard that you are. <laughs> he was going nuts. <laughs> Oh, hey, God. This is Dimitri. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love that one the best. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know why? I heard he went to uh, China. Yes. Again. Yes. You know why? Why? He went to a psychiatric facility. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Just oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Rashida. Look at his kicks. Look at his kicks. All I say is, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's fantastic. I love it. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh gosh. That's a great song. Right. Oh come on, that's funny. Robbie Fun, listen, he blew up. He couldn't take it anymore. He blew up on fucking It was fantastic. If <laughs> Phil and Dimitri don't like that, I don't know what to tell you. It was fun. I love it. <laughs> oh, did you see the Vapor Games? I forgot about this. The Av 40. Did you see the, 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 the 240? Twisted 240, idiot, idiot, fucking. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. So, yeah uh, the, you, uh, uh, we're changing uh, Twisted 240's name. Okay. He is now twisted the whore. <laughs> well, you know, he's in all fairness to him, he's not the only reviewer that did it. There were many other reviewers that also promoted this video. Apparently, what this company did was they went around to all the reviewers and said they would pay them if they would make a video showing the show and, and, and promoting the show. Now, personally, if I was a reviewer, I would have taken the money. I would have said, sure, absolutely. I would have taken their money, and I would have did a video saying, this is the worst piece of shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. Here's 60 seconds of the worst piece of shit show you're ever going to see. And I, but no, none of them. Every single one of them. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah it seems good. I, are you fucking kidding me? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Listen, I personally, I, how much did they pay them? Did they pay them like 10 grand? Because I don't, I don't, if they came to me and said, pay me, I will pay you a hundred bucks. That's Fuck, 10,000. I would have promoted the yeah, motherfucker. They, they paid me $10,000. I'd say it was the greatest show ever. You got to watch it. Um, I, I, I'm just <laughs> curious as to how much money that they got to sell themselves out and say that that piece of shit show was fucking good or entertaining in any way, shape or form. I'm dying to know. I want to know what the amount is. If someone knows how much money they got to, to say that. And I know there's reviewers that listen to this, and you probably got approached and said, fuck that. Kevin at VPLiveNetwork.com or 347-308-329. Call right now. Tell me how much money they got. How much did it cost for them to say that that piece of shit was, was even watchable? I, I, I don't believe it. <laughs> That's the worst piece of shit. I mean, it's insane. And, and he's going to be on it. He's going to be on the show, Dino. He's going to be a oh, part of it. Oh, that boost his fucking ratings. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be a part of that piece of shit show. Oh, my God. And, you know, someone's saying, oh, it's like those uh, Chinese game shows. No, that fucking show isn't like that. I've seen some of those Chinese game shows. Some of those Chinese game shows are fantastic. That is nothing like the Chinese game shows I've seen. Like, I saw this one Chinese game show. What the fuck was it? They were... Uh, there was this, uh, like, there was this woman that was behind this, uh, like, this board. This she was naked, and what the men had to do is they had to climb up this, this, this like big thing that was filled with oil, this big ramp, and they had to climb up it as as, as much as they can. And they were throwing things at this board to knock little portions out, you know, to try to get her naked. You know, these are those are the that is nothing like this piece of shit vapor show that they fucking had on this show was fucking terrible it was terrible i felt embarrassed looking at it i felt embarrassed watching it i felt embarrassed for the idiot that they dragged on there from the uk that was a part of it and it, you know what that show to me is the chinese is smoke 
and AE40 saying, you know what? You Americans are so fucking stupid that we think you're going to enjoy this ridiculous, dumb fucking show. That, that's what, what, what it is to me. So, oh, my God. How much money did they get? I got, I got, I gotta know how much money he got. <laughs> Listen, if he got ten grand, I, I'd be like, I'm hey, I give him a high five. Good for you, man. Hey, man, new rims for the Audi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got some new twenty fours coming. But other than that, anything under that, then I, I don't know. I don't know, man. That's uh, that's bad. That's really, really bad. Oh boy. Yeah. That's. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Holy shit. And you know what? Speaking of Ed Wolf, he's like disappeared. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Ed Wolf. Why? He's not doing the show? I, yeah, he hasn't done one in weeks. Maybe Dimitri hit him. Yeah. <laughs> Put a hit out on him. Yeah, maybe Dimitri kidnapped him and then took him to China. <laughs> 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 they, they fucking driving bamboo shoots under his nails. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's gone. He is fucking gone. I have no idea what happened to him. So, yeah. I guess we'll did, see. Did you donate to my uh, GoFundMe campaign? Oh, yes. I saw, yeah, I saw your GoFundMe campaign. Do you know it was a GoFundMe campaign? Uh, people are giving him flack for it, but uh, whatever. If he wants to have a GoFundMe campaign, uh, let him. You know what, though? It, it, I, I think you made the mistake of saying that all the money is going to go to AVA. You should have said all the money is going to go to me. All the money is going to go in my fucking pocket. <laughs> just, just is that right you think i would have got more money uh i just think uh it would have been you know more uh i don't know i personally would have done i would just said all the money's going to my pocket but that's just me i understand what you're trying to do you're not trying to make like i'm trying to get money i'm going to give it to the aba but fuck that listen now all these other fuckers well, are i want to tell you what my mindset was behind this fucking thing first of all it was to just show how dumb these things are number one one. Yes. Number two, how dumb the people are that are fucking do donating to it. And number three, I thought if any moron really donated to it, at least I would have somewhere to give the money where it would go to a good place. So Ed Green and another guy, they are the only two guys that donated. I got $10 there. Right. So. But, and you know what? And this, this all came up because Mooch, the guy that does the battering testing, put up a GoFundMe campaign. He wants money. So he, listen. And everybody's argument is, is oh well, he's he's helping people by doing the uh, the testing of batteries. You know what? There's a lot of companies out there that uh, have products or or uh, provide services that help people. Listen, uh, there there there's a masseuse down the street from us in my town. She certainly helps people. She gives them massages. She makes people feel great. Should she go get a GoFundMe campaign? And should you support her starting up her massage business and pay for her massage school and buy all her massage equipment that she well, needs? Well, their thinking is, their th thinking is that they're it's they're going to get it from Mooch because it's going to be an unbiased opinion, and he's going to do all the testing. So why not just fucking beg for money? It's stupid to me. Why the fuck you want an unbiased opinion? Pay somebody to give you the unbiased opinion. Well, it, it, this it, is bullshit. And if he wants to, you're have, supporting a guy's hobby. What hobby is well, what you're doing? You're supporting his fucking hobby. And and what well, maybe he's wanting to turn it into a business. No matter what it is, hobby or business. Uh, at the end of the day, if this is something he wants to do, then he should get the money himself. Then you know what? Maybe he should start a company. He should go to the bank, get a loan, say I want to start a company testing batteries. Blah blah blah. Get that. 
fuck that. Take well, everybody's money. I'm just, yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's the easy way. Just take everybody's money. So, yeah, your argument of is it helps people. There's a lot of businesses out there that help people. It doesn't mean that they should be given money to start their business. They should do it like everybody else has to and, you know, save, go to the bank. Hell, find a business partner. Maybe you could go out and find a business partner and say, hey, you know what? I want to start this business. And then maybe the guy will say, yeah, sure, I'll invest in your business. There's many ways to do it. But I guess GoFundMe is the I should have put a way. GoFundMe campaign up for my fucking plastic surgery. Yeah, exactly. I I I uh I donate to that. <laughs> do your plastic surgery uh, GoFundMe. And just a- yep. actually no, you don't do it. Have your chin do it. Dino's chin do it. Just take a picture of your chin and say this is uh Dino's chin's GoFundMe campaign and I need help. And if I don't get this money <laughs> 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 That'd be awesome. I give money to that. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. That's great. Yeah, so I had a great So wait, somebody just wrote in the chat that he tests batteries for a living. So what the fuck's he need money for? Well then? yeah, what does he need money for if he does it for a living? He tests portable light rigs for people like Sports Illustrated. Okay. What the fuck? So what is I don't understand what's a GoFundMe for then? Yeah. I guess he's not very successful out of testing business. <laughs> oh my god. It's crazy. Should have him on the show. I actually was going to have Mooch on the show like months ago. I uh when he first started testing batteries, I was going to have him on. And well, I who sent, is this guy Mooch? Where did he come from? He came this guy from Mooch. He came from ECF. That's where I actually sent him a message on ECF. And then he didn't respond to my message till like three months later. And then I was like, well, I don't give a fuck now. Uh, yeah, he he keep he, he he's from ECF. He started uh, testing batteries uh, to show that the companies were lying about their uh, stats for their batteries. And uh, yeah, he got pretty big. I mean, he got big on ECF. He got big on Reddit. And uh, uh-huh. Yeah, he just goes around and calls out all the companies for their uh, battery ratings, saying, saying oh, that I they're see. wrong. Yes, I gotcha. yes, that's what he does. And yeah, I was gonna have him on, but he was three months too late. I got a message three months later, uh, and the message is something like, "Well, well, uh, who are you, and uh, uh, can I?" Whatever. I'm not gonna try to prove to you who I am or what I'm doing. If you don't want to come on, don't fucking come on. I don't give a shit. I get those sometimes from people. You know, I like to have you on my show. Well, uh, can I hear some of your shows? Can you tell me a little bit more about yourself? No. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you anything about myself. <laughs> Christ's sakes. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, and then in the end, uh, after I hang up with Dino, I'm going to play the Regulator Watch real quick because that guy, uh, Brent Stafford, had Stanton Glance on, and that was very interesting, but Dino doesn't want to hear that shit, so I'll play that at the end so he doesn't have to hear it. Dino's honest. He doesn't want to fucking uh, hear that. I don't blame him. It's very, uh, very. You get very angry listening to the Stanton glance. Very angry. It's crazy. Oops. What did I just do? Oh boy. No, that's not the one I wanted. There it is. Did I let the can out? <laughs> Excuse me. The worm out of the can. What <laughs> that? The worm out of the can. I'm gonna let the worm out of the can. That's great. I wonder if Phil heard the show. Did Phil get back to you? Who? Phil? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. No, I didn't I didn't know I was supposed to get him. No, no. In Facebook he said that someone was saying, Oh, they're talking shit about you and then Phil's like, Oh, I guess I need to hear this show. And I wondered if he uh 
had gotten back to you or not about it. Phil's got a good sense of humor. I don't think he's going to be all bitchy over it. I would hope so. I would yeah. hope so too. I think he has it's not like Phil never said anything funny about me. Yeah, right. Yeah, I would think he would. Hopefully. Did you see that picture of Russ he put up on his Facebook yesterday? Yeah. You just, did you see what I posted in there? No. He looked homeless back then, too. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. I, I've seen pictures of Russ, like, and he showed me pictures of him, like, in the past, but I've never seen that one. Oh, my God. He looks like. Uh, that scary. Yeah. It doesn't even look like him. It's crazy. He's had all kinds of looks going on through the years. I'm telling you, one day we're going to. Newspaper fucking Russ Wishtart fucking. They found like bodies in freezers in his house and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be. I don't know. I haven't talked to Russ in a while. I, I, I talk to him. I think like once a month I'll try to call him. Sometimes he answers. Sometimes he doesn't. Depends. Uh-huh. I guess he's doing his own thing. I think he's pretty much done with this vaping thing and. I don't know if he's doing his show anymore. He's got a girlfriend. He has a girlfriend? Really? I think he's got a girlfriend now, yeah. No shit. I didn't know that. I thought, I thought the last time I was with him, I thought he told me he had a, a girlfriend. Really? Maybe he's not going to be happy I said anything about it, but, but maybe he's got more than one girlfriend. Did he have to, for him. Did he have to pay her, or is she? No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> he wouldn't pay for nothing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Who are you? Uh, I don't know. Fucking guy squeezes a quarter till the eagle screams. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes, he does. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap this up because I'm just, I'm beat. I've had a long day. It's been a very, very long day. I've done a lot of things today. It's been a long couple of weeks. It's been crazy. Last week, and I was fucking beat. I mean, I fucking, I had to pick up Zofie at the airport at 4. Then I had to pick up Matt and Vanessa at midnight, that same night from the airport. So I didn't get back till like 1.30, in the morning. Then I had to wake up early to pick them up and take them to the event. We were at the event all day. Then uh, we went to Foxwoods right after the event. And then uh, we were there until, I don't know, probably 11. Then we left. Then Zofie forgot her phone, so we had to go back. Then we left again. Then I, I didn't get home that night till 2 in the 1.30 in the morning, and I had to wake up at 4 to take her to the airport because her plane was leaving at 6. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. And the whole weekend, drinking beer. and you know, I, I, I don't know. I, uh, I amazed myself. I don't know how I got through that. I was beat, though. Very beat. And then this week was just busy. It's just been a very, very busy past couple of weeks. So I'm just going to relax this evening. Take it easy. Watch some TV, which I don't get to do much of anymore. And, yeah, that's it. So what are we going to do next week? There's a couple people I want to have on next week. There's a few people I want to have on next week. I'm not going to say which ones. I'll wait to see if they're going to come on or not before I say anything. But, yeah. All right. So I'm going to wrap this up, and uh, we will talk to you next week. All right, buddy. All right, man. Later. Okay. Plume Room. Theplumeroom.com. You all must visit. 
theplumeroom.com. Oh, wait, I'm going to play the Stanton Glance thing. I forgot. I'm going to play that right now. It's about seven minutes. I'm going to play Stanton Glance on Regulator Watch. It was actually very fascinating. And it didn't get a whole lot of views. I don't know why, because it's fascinating. But I'm going to play it now. I'll put the link to the YouTube video in the replay notes. But I do want to thank theplumeroom.com. They're wonderful. They sponsor the show. Go get some angel sauce. It's fantastic. And some cafe au lait. And you'll thank me. Smokelessimage.com. Check them out as well. They are both our sponsors. Without them, there'd be no VP Live, so support them because they support us. Let's listen to Regulator Watch, Brent Stafford, interview Stanton Glantz, and listen everybody go nuts. Here we go. Professor Glantz, if every adult smoker tomorrow switched to e-cigarettes, would that not be better for public health? Yes. Okay, well, that's surprising. Why is that? Well, because while e-cigarettes are still dangerous in an absolute sense, they're less dangerous than a cigarette. There's, there's just no question in my mind that a puff on an e-cigarette isn't as dangerous as a puff on a cigarette. But that doesn't mean that it's safe. I mean, a cigarette is a ridiculously dangerous consumer product. And so saying something isn't as dangerous as a cigarette is not a very strong statement. If every smoker sw simply switched to e-cigarettes and there was no effect on people starting to smoke or quitting, no effect on kids, none of that, that would be better. There's just no question about that. How much better it would be isn't totally clear. You know, I think it would be maybe 50 or 60% better. The optimists think it would be more better. But the, but the problem is that's not what's actually happening. What's actually happening is that most smokers who are using e-cigarettes continue smoking cigarettes as dual users. On average, e-cigarette users are less likely to quit smoking, and they're, they're attracting a gigantic number of kids who probably would never pick up a cigarette, but are initiating nicotine use with e-cigarettes and then transitioning to cigarettes later. So the real problem with e-cigarettes doesn't have so much to do with the specific toxicity of the product itself, but rather how cigarettes and e-cigarettes interact with each other. Because I think the most dangerous thing about e-cigarettes is they're supporting and expanding the tobacco epidemic in general. Professor Glantz, I guarantee you that right at this very moment, thousands of our viewers wish they could just reach through that TV and get their hands on you. Well, good for them. You know, people, you know, my job is to call it like I see it, you know? And I, if you go back and look at the early years of the e-cigarette debate, for the first two or three years, there were more papers written that were opinion pieces and people pontificating than there were papers that actually had evidence in them. And if you look at that, you will find that I wrote exactly none of them. Because my view of this from the beginning is that, you know, e-cigarettes are an interesting idea and it all is gonna come down to what the data actually showed. And the first thing we wrote on e-cigarettes was the first big systematic review of the scientific literature. And we have done our best to just keep focused on not what might happen, not what the people think could happen, but what is happening. Professor Glantz, you mentioned dual users. What does that refer to? When you look at all people using these cigarettes, 
The dominant pattern is what's called dual use, where people are continuing to smoke cigarettes at the same time. And on average, smokers who use these cigarettes are about a third less likely to quit smoking than smokers who don't use these cigarettes. So they're actually making the cigarette epidemic worse. Well, that's a strong charge, Professor DeLance. One I believe might run contrary to the experience of many adults who have tried to quit with patches and gum or drugs like Champex, only in the end to find e-cigarettes to be the option that worked. Let me ask you, you mentioned kids and e-cigarette use. When we spoke with Professor John Britton, who's the chair of the Tobacco Advisory Group at the Royal College of Physicians in the UK on this issue, here's what he had to say. In this, in this country, we see no evidence of that renormalization argument. And what about the children, Professor Britton? There's certainly a lot of worry over young people experimenting with e-cigarettes. The fact is that young people uh, experiment with things. That's, that's part of growing up. So the concern that people might become addicted to electronic cigarettes and then move on to tobacco is a real one and something that everybody is worried by. The evidence that we have in the UK, and to my mind, with almost only, well, very few exceptions around the world, is that young people who experiment with electronic cigarettes, by and large, do so once or twice, realize there's no big deal to it, and stop. Professor Glantz, what's your response to that? The rhetoric that you hear coming out of England and from the e-cigarette enthusiasts here in the United States is, oh, these kids who are starting with these cigarettes, they would start smoking cigarettes anyway. And that's just not true. We have quite a lot of data from several different national studies now showing that e-cigarettes are dramatically increasing the number of kids who are using nicotine. Some of them are using them with cigarettes. They're the kids who would have been smoking cigarettes anyway. But that's maybe a third of the kids using e-cigarettes. Professor Glantz, there's a lot of skepticism amongst vaping advocates about that data and questions over potential bias in its interpretation. Well, I mean, it's not a question of bias, it's a question of what's actually happening, and we have objective evidence on that. But what about the data showing a massive drop in the teen smoking rate to a 22-year low? Is that not evidence of an inverse relationship, a positive correlation between the two? No. Well, why not? The number of kids using e-cigarettes has been increasing way faster than the smoking rate has been dropping. The introduction of e-cigarettes up through 2014 at least didn't have any effect at all on the, on the drop in conventional cigarette smoking. The only change that occurred is a lot, most of the kids who are cigarette smokers now are also dual users with these cigarettes. Where does that data come from? There's a whole bunch of national survey research that's been done in the United States where people have now measured this. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control has measured it. The, the Monitoring the Future study has measured it in kids. The Substance Abuse and Mental, uh, Mental Health Administration has measured it. And this pattern of huge levels of dual use uh, is showing up in all of the studies. Well, Professor Glantz, I've reviewed those sources and I'm no stranger to reading research. And it's hard to not come away with the impression that the studies or at least the interpretation of the data is skewed. Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This stuff is not skewed. These are the same studies done by the same well-regarded agencies uh, who've been collecting epidemiological data on tobacco use for years and years and years and years. The methods are well validated. 
The samples that they collect are designed to be unbiased. And, and these are the numbers that people have been used to describe the tobacco epidemic going back decades. You can maybe argue about the interpretation of these results, so I, although I think that's pretty hard to do too. These are well done, objectively done studies that are done to very, very high standards, and they very consistently show very high levels of dual use. Professor Glantz, all of the concern over kids and e-cigarettes has many adult vapors, former smokers who now vape, feeling like they're being thrown under the bus. Can't the two be separated? Well, but you can't, but one lesson I've learned in dealing with the tobacco issue for all these years is you can't separate kids from adults. The tobacco companies love youth smoking prevention programs, and they give money to let's keep kids from smoking, and you just can't separate them. Finally, Professor Glantz, could you encapsulate for us your view on what's happening overall with e-cigarettes? What is happening is e-cigarettes are exposing people to substantial levels of ultrafine particles, aldehydes, and other chemicals that while they're probably not causing much cancer, are having very, very negative effects on, on the cardiovascular system and on people's lungs that they're bringing a whole new generation of kids into the nicotine market, a substantial fraction of which then go on to cigarettes, and that for most people, they're depressing quitting. That's my view of e-cigarettes. Now, if the optimist view is true, if all that was happening was people were quitting cigarettes and switching to e-cigarettes, cessation stayed at the same rate, no kids were starting, I would say, well, good for them. But that's just not what the reality is. Okay, <laughs> I have nothing to say to that. There's nothing to say to that. The guy's just a whack job, and I could go on for an hour uh, just ripping that apart. But anyway, uh, Brent did a good job. Very good, Brent. That's a regulator watch. I'll put the uh, the link to the YouTube video and the replay notes, and that's it. We're done. Monday, 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you have Anti-Nanny with Raven Grimm. Wednesdays, I don't know what's going on with Russ. I don't know if he's coming back. Who knows? I guess we'll wait and see if there's ever going to be another clickbang show again. Thursdays, Genie K is back with the Genie K show at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fridays, I don't know what happened to Ed. I guess he's not doing his show anymore. I have no idea. I don't know if he's coming back or not. And I'll be back next Sunday, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Dino will be back, and we'll have another fun-filled show for you. That is it. I am done. I am out.